This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a beautiful The sun is shining brighter. The air is cleaner. Food tastes better. Your significant other looks better this morning than yesterday. That's because it's official. Ohio State football will return. Yes, our long national nightmare, our emotional roller coaster, ended yesterday in some respects with the announcement that Ohio State will return. The Big Ten will start football on October 24th. There's a long line of interesting topics that have been developed. However, today is a day to bask in the glow. We will do so with some assistance. If it's Thursday, it can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, is here. Steve, your thoughts on the Midwest actually having football? Well, I'm excited. I mean, we were playing high school football in Indiana, uh, so I'd been going to games. And uh, um, obviously, Michigan is starting up this week in, in, in high school football, and uh, obviously, we watch a lot of college football on Saturday. So excited that the Big Ten is, is going to take part in that. Um, I think that there's a couple teams in the Big Ten that are bona fide top ten football programs going into the fall that, you know, through recruiting and player development, put themselves in position to, to be there for all the marbles or, or to have a historic season for, for them. And, and so now these schools – uh, get a chance uh, under the circumstances to, you know, make something of it. I can understand how people think here at Bucknuts and maybe one of the sites, the Big Ten sites, we got a little bit insular during this experience. As you look back on it, are you surprised they're going to play? What's your general vibe on what all went down over the last six weeks or so? Well, I still am someone that thinks that every decision is made based on perception. And so... <laughs> I'm not surprised that they're playing now because other people are playing. So, it, it, you know, the perception is to play. So, uh, uh, and, and I think that this is just my opinion, but decisions were made early uh, based on the perception that we, uh, people shouldn't play. Well, not everyone bought into that perception. And, and so, um, you know, other people are playing and, and now the Big Ten's playing and looks like other conferences that weren't playing are talking about playing and hell, maybe it was, uh, advancement in, in, in medical technology, whatever. I don't care. What's, what's ball? I would say it was enough advancement in medical technology they could sell it to fix their ass. That's my opinion on it. Many opinions will come out over the next, we're going to be unraveling this one until the documentary film comes out several years from now. So we can rejoice though. Our Saturdays are saved, people. Speaking of which, here's who won't be at the games. Fans in the Big Ten. Recruits, 
There was an announcement yesterday from the powers that be in the NCAA that the dead period for visits has been extended to the end of the year. I think they just picked uh, December 31st as kind of, we're going to push the ban through then and we'll decide again then. I could see this going through signing day in February. Your thoughts on the advancement of this rule? Well, I understand why they're doing it, and it's, uh, or at least my perception of it is, you're just trying to limit the amount of people that you're bringing into, I don't know if this is why they did it, but it, it makes sense to me from this regard that if you're Ohio State and you're playing your season, there's a, you want to limit your interaction with people that aren't part of your program, in my opinion, and so bring it under the current land, landscape, no matter, regardless of what you think of of COVID-19 to think of testing numbers and if they're important or if they're serious or if they're not, or if they're serious for people of this age, but you don't want to bring people inside your facility that aren't already part of it that, you know, may be asymptomatic carriers, I guess. And and, and so I don't know, this is such a loaded question for me, Daniel, but it, it makes sense for me not to bring in people that aren't part of your program for weekends and, and overnights with your players. And certainly you could, maybe change some things to cater to not being overnight with your players and, and things of that nature. But I just don't think it's worth it. We, we made it this far. We got football. These kids got their own high school seasons, a lot of them. I, I wish that they could take visits. I, I, it stinks for these young men that are trying to make decisions that are, are picking schools that maybe they haven't met any of the coaches in person yet uh, of the school they're going to play for. But I understand under the current landscape why there's not going to be visits. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and get into some recruiting specifics. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving nonstop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. All right, we are back. The top 247 was updated for this month yesterday. Ohio State did not have any big risers or fallers, but Steve, you did do an excellent story on where the top uncommitted prospects are leaning, which reestablished the hope of Ohio State finishing with five of the top 10 players. Two in particular we should discuss because we always discuss them. JT Tuomolau and Emeka Egbuka. Here's what I'd like to know about JT. If he's not going to be able to do any visits, why is he waiting until February? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know uh, if we're going to see a lot of kids move up their timelines now that they know that there's not going to be visits to the end of the year. I think we're going to see a few. I don't know if JT falls in that bucket. He's just always said he's going to go to February. I don't see any reason why he would change his um, – timeline now he's still he is he gets a college football season to watch now and maybe the Pac-12 will be involved as well and uh for JT again I think the biggest decision factor for him is NFL draft develop player development and 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 the reason why Ohio State's in such a great position is is it's proven under Larry Johnson Chase Young being the latest yeah you know there's other programs like Oregon uh who's you know pushing their player development and and saying, hey, we, you know, this could be us with, with guys like you uh, coming here. And we got Kayvon Thibodeau now. And, and so um, I, I think he's, he's not a guy that's like immersed in his recruiting like some of these other young men. I, I think that uh, he, he's still only like, uh, you know, I talked to Jack Sawyer. He's never talked to JT before. Like JT doesn't talk to a lot of people. 
Um, he, he, uh, I don't know how much time he spends on recruiting, um, but he's got a lot of other stuff going on, multi-sport kid, and so I, I just don't think he's in any rush. But man, who knows? Maybe he'll be one of the kids that moves up his decision also. We just need to make sure his family has a Sunday ticket uh, subscription because if you're wanting to be a defensive end professionally, there's only one place to go. Let's talk about his area brethren, Emeka Egbuka, could be the next Paris Campbell. Will it be at Ohio State? I mean, right now, I think Ohio State's the one to beat. Um, he still is trying to take a visit to Oklahoma, even if that's an unofficial. I mean, I know he was hoping to take some officials, so uh, he hasn't seen Norman. He's been to Ohio State twice. I like how it's setting up for Ohio State, but, uh, um, you know, they got some competitions similar to JT. Some other guys there in the mix for Derek Davis, Taiwan Malone, Zen Mikulski. Is there anything we should know about any of those three recruitments right now? Well, I think it's in the developmental stages with Zen. I think there's a, some interest there. We'll see where it goes. He's committed to Louisville, and, and uh, he lives close to Louisville. And that was the school that he kind of grew up rooting for. Um, and, and, and then uh, um, Derek, I talked to, when I talked to his family, you know, Ohio State's one of the schools always mentioned. Uh, LSU seems to be trending up there. Penn State's in there. Uh, Georgia. Uh, and so that's still a blue chip battle. And uh, Taiwan Malone, um, you know, he's talking to a ton of schools. He's kind of in the same situation as JT where uh, at least before the latest announcement from the NCAA, that one was expected to go a while. We'll finish with this. When it's all said and done, who will have the number one recruiting class? Uh, I still like where Ohio State stands for that, as long as they can finish off these two five-stars at the top. Good news of plenty, people. We're going to have football. We're going to have the number one recruiting class. Let's enjoy being Buckeyes. We appreciate Steve for stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.